A flea is probably way faster than you think. It can accelerate more quickly than the space shuttle. A jumping flea can reach dizzying heights of up to three inches in only a millisecond, which is insanely fast. Acceleration is the term that stands for a change in speed of a certain object over a period of time. You measure it in Gs. Gravity at Earth's surface creates an acceleration of 1 G, which is 32.2 feet per second squared. The space shuttle accelerated at about 5 G, but when fleas jump, they experience an acceleration of 100 G. The difference is so huge because the flea's body contains a certain type of stretchy rubber-like protein. It allows the insect to store and release energy when it's most needed. Remember those yellow plastic bumps you can see along the edge of a train station platform? We officially call them TGSIs, which stands for Tactile Ground Surface Indicators. They may not look that big, but it takes a crew of workers to install them. First, they need to grind the old yellow line off the platform. Then they temporarily bolt a steel straight edge into place. This helps the workers know where they should drill holes. They need to have a special drilling rig that will create the holes with the proper spacing. Once they complete all the holes, a curious looking grid appears on the ground. Then the workers start hammering in plastic dimples one by one. These bumps are part of the platform edge warning surface. Their purpose is to give a warning to vision impaired people and let them know that they've gotten too close to the edge of a train platform. Lightning has an incredibly high temperature of about 50,000 degrees Fahrenheit, which is five times hotter than the surface of the sun. Generally, it strikes more than eight million times a day all over the world, which is approximately 93 lightning strikes per second. Despite popular misconception, it is possible for lightning to strike the same place twice. It also tends to aim for objects that are isolated, tall, and pointy. For instance, the Empire State Building gets hit up to 100 times a year. Are you one of those people who associate citrus smells with being clean? That's because, in the past, people often used lemons for household cleaning. Its juice contains citric acid that dissolves lime scale and helps bring the shine back to such things as copper pans. That's why people extracted lemon oil from the peel and used it in wood polish. Even after commercial detergents and cream cleaners appeared on the market, people still preferred to add lemon oil for its pleasant scent. Boeing uses potatoes when they're working on improving their in-flight Wi-Fi. You can't make people sit for days at a time while new Wi-Fi systems are being tested, but they still need something that could mimic the conditions of passengers on a flight. So why not take potatoes? It's a perfect choice because, due to their water content and chemistry, these vegetables absorb and reflect radio wave signals the same way our bodies do. You may see lily pads as pretty delicate things that float peacefully on the surface of the water, like leaves. It's hard to believe that such a leaf can support a weight of 70 pounds. It's as much as a large dog, like the Bergamasco Sheepdog or Bernese Mountain Dog, weighs. But if you want a lily pad to hold this weight, you need to distribute it evenly across the surface of the leaf. For example, by placing a sheet of plywood on top of the lily pad. Even a single T-Rex seems rather scary, right? Now, picture 2.5 billion of these fierce dino kings wandering around different locations all over Earth. Scientists believe that's how many of them probably roamed our planet in total. But they didn't all exist at the same time. There have been more than 127,000 generations of these dinosaurs over a couple of million years. Still scary, though. The moon is very far away from us, 
Mars, Saturn, and Jupiter are even farther. The solar system is huge. Our home Milky Way galaxy is even bigger. And don't forget that there are many other galaxies out there that we'll probably never find, even though scientists keep discovering new space objects all the time. But only 5% of the universe is visible. This visible part includes planets, moons, stars, galaxies, and other space bodies. We can't see the rest of it and have no idea what it might look like. A huge part of the universe, more than 70%, consists of dark energy. Dark matter makes up 25%, but that's something people can't detect. Dark matter doesn't interact with ordinary matter. It's also invisible and doesn't emit light or any form of electromagnetic radiation. But scientists believe it exists because of some unusual gravitational effects galaxies and galaxy clusters experience. For example, according to the laws of physics, stars located at the edge of a spinning spiral galaxy are supposed to orbit way more slowly than those that are close to the galactic center. The center of a galaxy is a spot where the largest amount of visible matter is concentrated. But stars travel at approximately the same speed, regardless of their location in the galactic disk. And this only makes sense if you assume that the stars at the edge of a galaxy are under the gravitational effects of some unseen mass. This mass might be hiding in a halo surrounding the galaxy. Did you know people can produce venom? Well, obviously not at the moment, but technically that's something humans could do. All reptiles and mammals are capable of doing that. We mostly see this ability in such creatures as snakes, spiders, or slow lorises, which are the only venomous species of primates we know about. Biologists have found a shared genetic past between venom and saliva, which means that venomous reptiles and mammals have a distant common ancestor. Saliva glands are like empty bowls, while venom glands are those same bowls filled with venom. We're not missing some special mechanisms or genes. We don't have special proteins that could help us fill those bowls. It means that anyone and anything that has salivary glands could potentially become venomous, from mice all the way up to people. There's a reason we all enjoy the smell of rain. This smell even has a special name, petrichor. Water doesn't have any particular smell, but when it rains, the air gets filled with a pleasant aroma. This happens because of special molecules, geosmin, soil-dwelling bacteria create. So you look outside and notice that it's raining. At this moment, small air pockets are forming. They contain tiny amounts of these molecules. The rain first traps and then releases such air pockets. By doing this, it sends these molecules into the air. Then they travel all over the place and produce that trademark rain smell. By the way, rain isn't always droplets of water. It can actually rain fish, frogs, or some other odd things you wouldn't expect to be falling from the sky. Such cases are rare, but they do happen, especially during powerful thunderstorms. Tornado winds can be so powerful that they will propel objects and animals high into the air. And eventually, they all have to go down. One small town in Australia reported hundreds of fish falling from the sky back in 2010. There are planets out there that don't have regular rains either. On Venus, as well as on some other planets and moons, the rain is made of methane and sulfuric acid. There's even a planet 5,000 light years away from us where raindrops are made of iron. Deep within Uranus, Saturn, and Neptune, it might be raining diamonds. It's hard to prove it because the outer planets of our solar system are really difficult to study. 
but scientists assume that extreme pressure on these planets might crystallize carbon atoms, turning them into diamonds. They go so far as to believe that 2.2 million pounds of diamonds might form on Saturn every year. There's a small town in Norway that is located north of the Arctic Circle. There, the sun doesn't set at all in the period between May 18th and July 26th. That's why the inhabitants of the place want to eliminate the entire concept of time. During that period, it's always light outside, and people act accordingly. If you came there and were walking in the middle of the night, let's say at 2 a.m., you could see people playing soccer, mowing lawns, painting their houses, or going for a swim. People can use just a small percentage of the total amount of water on our planet. It's true that about 71% of Earth's surface is covered with water, but we can only use 0.3% of that water. The rest is in ice caps, glaciers, oceans, soil, or floating in the planet's atmosphere, which means it's not accessible to us.